0: Queen Elizabeth II, the longest reigning British monarch, has been uh, announced dead at 96. And to be frank, personally, I kind of had a feeling that I would probably pass away before she were to ever pass away, because it almost seemed like she was immortal. I'm not going to (laughs) lie, because... She has been queen for such a long time. So Queen Elizabeth II, the longest reigning monarch in British history, whose dedication to royal tradition and stiff upper lip in the face of family scandals endeared her to generations of Britons, has died, and she was 96. The royal family announced she died on Thursday at Balmore Castle, her beloved summer residence in Scotland, where members of the royal family had rushed to her side after her health took a turn for the worse. The Queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon, the royal family tweeted at 6.30pm, local time, 1.30pm ET. The death of the beloved monarch came just hours after Buckingham Palace announced that her doctors had been concerned for Her Majesty's health. Elizabeth heir Charles, who has now become King Charles III, released a heartfelt statement from Balmoral, where he went with his wife Camilla, the nation's new queen consort. The death of my beloved mother, Her Majesty the Queen, is a moment of the greatest sadness for me and all members of my family. The seventy six year old said in his statement soon after his mother's passing was announced. We mourn profoundly the passing of a cherished sovereign and a much loved mother. I know her loss will be deeply felt throughout the country, the realms, and the commonwealth, and by countless people around the world. And the Queen's grandson, Prince William, forty, and the Queen's two other sons, Prince Andrew, sixty two, and Prince Edward fifty eight, were pictured arriving at Balmoral Thursday afternoon and the Queen's only daughter, Princess Anne, 72, was already in Scotland. And Prince Harry arrived at Balmoral hours after the Queen's passing while his wife, Meghan Markle, stayed behind in London. Prince William's wife, Kate Middleton, also did not travel to the Queen's estate because it was the first day of school for their children. And Prince George... 9, Prince Charlotte, 7, and Prince Louis, 4. And this is from the royal family. The Queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon. The King will spend the first night of his reign at Balmoral before returning to London with his wife on Friday. New UK Prime Minister Liz Truss, who only met with the Queen on Tuesday in her final public engagement addressed the nation from outside 10 Downing Street, saying, Queen Elizabeth II leaves a great legacy. She praised the Queen's devotion to duty and mourned the passing of the second Elizabethan age. Thousands of royal fans crowded outside Buckingham Palace and Rain to pay their respects and drop off bouquets of flowers in honor of the long serving monarch while black London taxis lined up in tribute on the roads leading to the palace. And just moments before, Royal aides fixed a formal statement to the palace's gates regarding the Queen's death, a stunning double rainbow shone overhead. British TV anchors immediately donned black as the rolling coverage of her death unfolded, and the BBC, the UK's national broadcaster, played the national anthem, God Save the Queen. The lyrics of the anthem would now be changed to God Save the King, as Charles ascends to the throne. The Bank of England confirmed that banknotes featuring the portrait of the late queen will remain legal tender for now. Meanwhile, world leaders also started offering their condolences with President Joe Biden and First Lady Joe Biden, saying in a statement that Elizabeth was more than a monarch and that she defined an era. Queen Elizabeth II was a stateswoman of unmatched dignity and constancy who deepened the bedrock alliance between the United Kingdom and the United States the Biden said she helped make our relationship special and former president donald trump also paid tribute saying the late queen will always be remembered for her faithfulness to her country and her unwavering devotion to her fellow countrymen and women and trump added Melania and I will always cherish our time together with the Queen and never forget Her Majesty's generous friendship, great wisdom, and wonderful sense of humor. What a grand and beautiful lady she was. There was nobody like her. In former President Barack Obama and his wife, Michelle, also recalled the Queen fondly, saying they were awed by her legacy of tireless, dignified public service. Back when we were just beginning to navigate life as President and First Lady, she welcomed us to the road stage with open arms and extraordinary generosity, the Obama said in a statement. The queen leaves behind four children, eight grandchildren, and seven great-grandchildren. And Elizabeth became the kingdom's longest-reigning monarch on September 9, 2015, edging out her great-great-grandmother, Queen Victoria. Known for her colorful hats and beloved corgis, the queen would be best remembered for the greatest feat of simply keeping the institution of monarchy, monarchy alive and going strong into the 21st century, experts said. Now before we continue, like I wanted to make it a side comment, right? The interesting thing about this whole situation is that she's basically been the figurehead, the top level of this monarchy, right? And has literally kept it intact. Right? For all these years. What I think is probably going to happen to the United Kingdom is that it's probably going to crumble heavily. In an interesting way. Right? Because there's two ways that it could really go down. And I fear that it's probably going to go down to where it probably like self-implode, right? Which is like a horrible thing to say, right? But you got to keep in mind too, I don't think anyone is really ever liked within that whole family other than Queen Elizabeth. Like I don't think the people like anyone other than Queen Elizabeth. I don't think anyone else even respects anyone other than Queen Elizabeth. And I'm pretty certain, which is kind of like a messed up thing to say, but I'm pretty certain that every time a leader was named Alexander the Great with a number or whatever behind it, they've basically uh, destroyed pretty much the country. Like, uh, it's it's going to be interesting. So through her life, she built on the mystique of monarchy all around the world. British historian Robert Lacey, author of the biography Monarch, Life and Reign of Elizabeth II, told the Post. When historians look back on her reign, that will be it. If you'd been a betting man, you'd have put your money on a republic. The future Queen Elizabeth II was born Princess Elizabeth Alexandra Mary on April 21, 1926, in London to the then Duke and Duchess of York. Imagine that. Imagine still being alive after being born at that time. Like, that is such a crazy thing. That is such a crazy thing. Like That is so close to being a hundred years ago. So crazy. So as a third in line for the throne, the daughter of King George V's second son, no one at the time expected her to ever become queen. She enjoyed a childhood of wealth, privilege, and notoriety, but the lack of expectation in these early years allowed Elizabeth, affectionately known as Lilibet, to her family, to experience a measure of freedom before unexpectedly ascending up the royal rankings. They lived in a townhouse in Piccadilly, looking across Green Park at Buckingham Palace. I've always felt this had a great effect on her. That was what gave her the awe and reverence for her grandfather's position, said Lacey. She used to long for the winter when the leaves fell off the trees and Grandfather George V. would come to the back of the palace and wave to her and her younger sister, Princess Margaret. They called him Grandpa England. Elizabeth's uncle, Edward, was next in line for the throne upon death of her grandfather in 1936, but he abdicated within the year over his scandalous relationship with American divorcee, Wallace Simpson, leaving Elizabeth's dad, Prince Albert to reluctantly assume the mantle as King George VI. Her shy father wept upon receiving the news of his new role but the Stoic Elizabeth had already developed a strong sense of duty from a young age. When our father became king, I said to her, Does that mean you're going to become queen? She replied, Yes, I suppose it does. She didn't mention it again, Princess Margaret once recalled. Still, she famously confessed to her writing teacher a few years later that in a different life, she'd like to be a lady living in the country with lots of horses and dogs which I think I think a lot of people would kind of like wish that life if they knew what they were facing right a life full of responsibility taking over a country government roles you know having to deal with politicians having to deal with taxes and taxes on the common people all that kind of stuff right The amount of responsibility facing you in your future and you know that is basically a guarantee that you're going to have to have basically the rest of your life as basically living in servitude. I can understand anyone in that situation being like, you know what, I'd like to just live in the country with awesome animals, right? I think everyone would probably be more inclined to live that type of life. So in 1939, Britain entered World War Two, but the royal family rejected calls to move the young princesses to Canada to avoid the incessant aerial bombing by the Nazis, and instead the girls were shuffled between royal residences for the duration of the conflict. Their decision to stay put would help restore the country's faith in the monarchy, monarchy, I don't know why I keep saying it that way, after the blow of Edward's abdication according to Lacey. In many ways, it was this saving of the royal family. You can't claim to be divinely appointed and then just decide you don't fancy the job because you'd rather go off with an, an American divorcee, he said. Elizabeth also did her bit for the war effort, raising funds to buy wool for military uniforms in a 14 Making her first radio broadcast on BBC's Children's Hour to children who had been evacuated from their homes. My sister Margaret Rose and I feel so much for you, as we know from experience what it means to be away from those you love most of all, she said in an address which was a huge hit with listeners. It around this time she also fell for her future husband, Philip Mountbatten a distant cousin born into the Greek and Danish royal families. You know what? I completely forgot that this was basically like a tradition in the royal family. That they basically uh, sleep and marry their relatives, which is definitely interesting. I think it has something to do with the whole like blood mixing and all that kind of stuff. So the two spent time together in 1939 at the Royal Naval College and a smitten 13-year-old Elizabeth began corresponding regularly with the 18-year-old Philip. Okay, this kind of just got weird, right? Because now you got like a 13-year-old corresponding with an 18-year-old, but also they're related. So in 1947, when Elizabeth was 21 the couple finally married at Westminster Abbey. But Philip proved to be a controversial choice due to his German heritage. Some of his sisters had married men with Nazi ties and were not invited to the wedding. Fiery personality in later Wandering Eye, after the ceremony which included 2,000 guests and a worldwide audience of 200 million tuning in on the radio, Philip asked, Am I being very brave or very foolish? Less than a year later, November fourteenth, 1948, Prince Charles, the heir to the throne, was born. And Princess Anne followed on August fifteenth, 1950, and they were later joined by Prince Andrew on February nineteenth. 1960 in Prince Edward on March 10th, 1964. Elizabeth was just 25 and on a trip to Kenya when she learned her father had suddenly died in his sleep on February 6th, 1952. Her private secretary, Martin Charteris, recalled finding the new queen at her desk looking very composed, absolute master of her fate. The coronation took place at the Westminster Abbey on June 2, 1953, and the pomp and pageantry was broadcast on television for the first time. As a measure of her long reign, her first prime minister was Winston Churchill, and she lasted through 15 political leaders, including Margaret Thatcher, Tony Blair, Theresa May, Boris Johnson, and the recently sworn in Liz Truss, can you imagine dealing with so many different political leaders? Like, like, this is the thing. I respect Queen Elizabeth II a lot simply because she never really shirked or swept away her responsibilities. Right? Like, imagine pretty much being forced to lead a country, rule over a country, when you really had no interest in it at all. Like, at all. You just wanted to spend time with horses and dogs. Right? So after her coronation, the newly crowned Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip embarked on a seven-month road tour heading 13 countries and traveling more than 40,000 miles. It was the beginning of her globe-trotting ways and her lifelong mission to keep the British Empire's former colonies loyal and united under the banner of the Commonwealth after decolonization. Among her many tours of the United States was a 1976 trip to celebrate America's 200th anniversary of independence from Britain. And she ultimately rubbed shoulders with 13 U.S. presidents, starting with Hubert Hoover. Can you imagine that, also, that you had to deal with 13 presidents? So both in England and abroad, Queen Elizabeth II impressed her subjects by getting up close and personal with them on her famed walkabouts, always dressed in her signature bold outfits and hats. When you're around her, she's not distant like other heads of state, said Andrew Leonard, a royal correspondent for US TV news networks who runs boutique tours to royal hotspots. One quote of hers is, I have to be seen to be believed. That's true. Whenever you see the queen in person, she's always wearing bright colors and you can always pick her out immediately. She was less of a success as a family matriarch, however, and the House of Windsor spent much of the 1980s and 90s mired in scandal. Her children and grandchildren now are devoted to her, but the record of her children's marriages are pretty disastrous, said Lacey. Prince Andrew married Sarah Ferguson in 1986, but their union soon became the subject of tabloid fodder when photos surfaced of the Duchess of York sunbathing topless with her financial advisor. Hmm. But it was Prince Charles' rocky mirrors to Princess Diana that caused Queen Elizabeth the most heartache. The two tied the knot in a fairy tale ceremony billed as the wedding of the century in 1981 and created the picture perfect royal family with their two sons, Prince William and Prince Harry. But rumors of infidelity soon shattered the fairy tale image, and their marriage spiraled to a sordid conclusion. The Queen was reportedly dismayed by Diana's free spirited ways and lack of royal pretense not to mention the fierce media attention her glamorous daughter-in-law received wherever she went. In 1992, Prince Charles and Princess Anne split from their respective partners and to top it off, a fire devastated Windsor Castle the Queen's official residence. She dubbed it her Annus Horribilis, Horribilis, Latin for Horrible Year. But things would get worse, in 1997, Princess Diana died of injuries in a car crash with her boyfriend, Dodi Fade, in Paris, and the Queen was roundly criticized for not leaving Balmore Castle in Scotland and calming the grief-stricken country as it mourned the popular princess. She didn't address the death until days later, with a five-minute televised speech from Buckingham Palace in which... She paid tribute to Diana as an exceptional and gifted human being. And years later, royal watchers revealed the Queen remained behind at Balmoral after Diana's death, so she could comfort Princess, oh princes, William and Harry, who were then 15 and 12. The monarchy, the monarchies' popularity plummeted during this turbulent period, but Queen Elizabeth's steadfast presence eventually. Won back the populace. When she celebrated her 90th birthday in 2016, she enjoyed an 86% approval rating among Britons. Her essential modesty and retitance, 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 reticence—I guess—is how you pronounce it—reticence proved to be the qualities that were needed in the changing world, says Lacey. The only strategy was to be herself, a lady in the country fond of horses and dogs. People said, how out of date, but she said that's who she was. She stuck at these conventional things and succeeded. During England's coronavirus lockdown, which began in March 2020, the Queen stayed at Windsor Castle, west of London with Philip. As Britain began to emerge from the pandemic, Elizabeth tested positive for the disease in February 2022, despite being vaccinated in 2021. She became infected just weeks after her son, Prince Charles, and daughter-in-law, Camilla, Duchess of Cornwall, both tested positive. While her husband was hospitalized in early 2021, Elizabeth had to deal with yet another royal scandal as her grandson, Prince Harry, and his wife, Meghan Markle, gave a bombshell interview about their reasons for leaving the monarchy. The couple alleged that the palace had failed to help Markle when she had suicidal thoughts. If she actually did, you know, we don't really know. Markle, who is biracial, also said that an unidentified member of the royal family had raised concerns about the color of her baby's skin when she was pregnant with son Archie. The Queen responded to the allegations saying that the whole family is saddened and that the issue raised, particularly that of race, are concerning and would be addressed privately by the family. As the fallout from this continued, Philip died in April 2021 at the age of 99. In her 2021 Christmas address, Queen Elizabeth talked about Philip's death and mentioned her royal family as she spoke of her late husband's legacy. But Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's names went unsaid. Then in January 2022, Elizabeth stripped her son Andrew of his military and royal titles and prisonages patronages after became embroiled in the sex scandal involving the late financier and basically, you know, Jeffrey Epstein. She authorized Buckingham Palace to take the action against Andrew a day after a federal judge in Manhattan rejected his bid to have the assault lawsuit filed by Virginia Roberts Gufri thrown out. Goofy claimed that Epstein made her have, you know, relations with the disgraced royal three times beginning in 2001 when she was just 17 let's see Andrew and Goofy agreed to settle her lawsuit in February 2022 keeping the tawdry details at the center of the case free from public scrutiny and while the sum of the settlement was not disclosed a source told the post it was estimated to, to be 12 million and Philip and Elizabeth shared four children eight grandchildren and nine great grandchildren, but the thing is, the main thing I really wanted to get across in this episode, because we tend to talk about money-related things, is that sometimes in life, you have to do things that you don't really want to do, right, for example, the queen, right, Queen Elizabeth II. She did not want to be queen. (laughs) Like, based off a lot of, you know, different sources, she really had no interest in being the leader of the United Kingdom, right? She just wanted to spend time with horses and dogs. And yet, she was forced into that position, but was able to deal with it, and basically had a very successful reign for decades, right? So what I really wanted to say, like, like I just said like a little bit ago, sometimes you have to do things that you have to do, but if you're in that situation, try your best at that situation, right? Like If you're forced to have to do something, still try to do your best at it, because long term, it can still out like it could still turn out well for you, even if you're put into a situation that you're really not liking at the moment, right? It's just a different way to really look at it. Like that's one thing for sure that I do respect Queen Elizabeth II. On she was able to basically lead a country for decades when she originally had no interest in it, and she let it pretty well I mean to the point where you can end up having like an approval rating of about 80 something percent for a very long time is insane to have this amount of power as well is insane feel free to give your thoughts about Queen Elizabeth in the second are you in the UK or not just give your personal viewpoint